the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Jesus said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. When reading the scriptures, you will find yourself relating to different characters at different times. Your own life circumstances, or considering your own blunders, your own struggles, you come across one who suffers in the same way as you, and you realize, I'm not alone. God's people have struggled just like me. When you fail to trust in the Lord, you find yourself in the same wet sandals of Peter, drowning in the Sea of Galilee. When you fall into despair, your throat easily echoes the cries of King David from the dark cave of his loneliness and hiding. When lost and wayward, you see yourself in the pig pen with the prodigal son. When experiencing the death of a child, you're drawn to the heart of Mary, who grieves at the bloody feet of her own son. You are able to recognize this pain and sin and genuine hardship because you've suffered and participated and, and endured them as well, just like they do. And so this morning, I invite you to consider the man in this parable before us. Do you relate to him? Does he look familiar to you? Do you see yourself in him? We are told this man scatters the seed on the ground. And we know that the seed is the word of God. Jesus has already explained that to us in his parables. He scatters the word of God at home and away. This man makes sure that his loved ones hear the word. He brings them to church. He wants them to know of the love of Jesus and how much God has done for them on the cross. He scatters the word everywhere. It doesn't matter how rocky the terrain, how late into the night, how terrible of a thing that has transpired in the home or at work. The man finds that he must share the word and ground his family in that word and his community, his own life, in the word of God in every difficult situation. This is what God says. Do this and live. This is what God has done for you. Repent and believe. This man yearns for his own loved ones to believe in the Christ, the Son of God. He desires his fellow citizens and neighbors and government leaders to have the word of the Lord in their lives as well, so that they may act justly with wisdom and guided by God's truth. It's this very concern for his family, his community, his country, that he scatters the seed wherever he goes. Can you relate with him? I hope so. After all you've done for your own family, and your child, or children, and your community, and all that you have said, and through many sacrifices, you have scattered the seed of God 
upon them and planted it deep into their heart. Well done, good and faithful servant. But then what happens to this man? After scattering the seed, the man sleeps. He sleeps. He rests without a stir, without a worry. Though there is no growth from the seed yet, he cares not. Though there only remains a dry, dusty, barren land, the man has no want. Though dangerous weeds begin to sprout in the land where he has planted, he simply lays there on his bed, peacefully, without a care. He sleeps and he rises night and day and is never stirred by what goes on around him, never upset or angry or disillusioned or frustrated, never loses peace. He just goes to bed completely at peace with how things lay. Still relate? <laughs> I didn't think so. Who is this man? Oh, the one who falls fast asleep with his head on a cushioned pillow on a boat in the midst of raging waters in a storm. The one who's full of peace while chaos is all around him. The one who, unlike you, sleeps soundly, even when the field is barren. How? Because his trust is not in what is seen but in that which is unseen, that seed, his word planted deep below the surface. It will bear fruit and it will grow and it will flourish no matter what may come because he spoke it and he trusts it perfectly. And so he sleeps and rises night and day. Like the rain and the snow which come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout and giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to be empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. How beautiful it is to rest in the power of God's almighty word. How beautiful the peaceful rest of Jesus is, the trust of our Lord, the sleep of our sleeping sower. He plants the word into your ears, and it is done. It works, automate in Greek, automatically. While you sleep, while you rest, while you rise, and while you work, while you run away while you rest in his arms. His word endures forever. It shall sprout and grow, but how and when? He knows not how. Wasn't anything he did. Wasn't anything you did. When the Great Reformation took place over 500 years ago, millions of people uprooted their families their lives, their children, they set out on an entirely different life centered on God's holy word. How did it happen that some German monk by the name of Martin Luther could shift civilizations 
while at the same time single-handedly crippled the grip of the most powerful men on earth. What was it about Luther? Was it the way that he spoke? Was it his passion, his courage, his conviction? How did he spark the flame that would create the bedrock principles of individual liberty, religious freedom, the necessity of a liberal arts education for all youth, boys, and girls, and the fundamental pillars of our own American democracy centuries later? And on top of all of this, how did one man reform the entire bride of Christ, affecting billions of believers for centuries to come? Luther provides an answer in his own words. He says, While I drank Wittenberg beer with my friends, the word did it all. I did nothing. The word did everything. Dear saints, do you recognize the man in the parable? He's your Lord and Savior, the crucified and risen one who sleeps and who rises three days later, who lives and is among us now sowing his life-saving, soul-nourishing, sin-forgiving seed into your very heart, and it will not return to him void. It will accomplish that which he purposes. It's not your responsibility to grow the seed. It's not your responsibility to save your child. You can't. You can't save yourself or any other. That responsibility belongs to the Lord and him alone. And he is the good shepherd who relentlessly seeks after his wayward sheep. Your responsibility is to scatter the seed, to plant and to water, but never to grow. As St. Paul writes, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants or he who waters is anything but only God who gives the growth. And how that growth comes, and when it comes, we know not how. That's not your concern. It's his. Scatter the seed, and trust it with all your heart, with the patience of a farmer, knowing that the fruit will come, and the word of the Lord will not return void. Trust it, and cling to it, and pray upon it. Stake your life on it. As Luther once quipped, pray and let God worry. Therefore, scatter God's word far and wide, even when the world is against it, even when the land seems barren, and even when it seems to no avail. Trust not in the things that you see, but rather trust the word alone to do its work. For thus says the Lord, My words that I command you shall be on your heart, you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. Keep scattering the seed. Do not let up. Do not call it quits. Do not lose hope by what your eyes see now. For the day is coming soon, when those seeds shall sprout and grow and flourish. And you shall see that the word of the Lord, though the grass withers and the flowers fade, his word endures forever. Amen. 
And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.